So we're kicking off the Nine Hertz podcast this week with a band called The Mammoth from Sydney, Australia. So I actually uh, listened to their previous record, which was uh, out last year, called Black Witch. And it, it was kind of a shorter EP, but um, they've really um, stepped up the uh, heaviness, I think, on this record, The Fire Above. Did we get sent this one for review, Pete? We did, yeah. And it's the first I've heard of them, so it's interesting what you say. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the rest of the stuff. This is a more than decent Doom album. This song in particular just really jumps out at me, and I can't explain it. It's it's, it's kind of a different format. It's not standard kind of structure, you know, the single vocal, you know, single lyric, I should say. It, it feels a bit more like a bit of an experiment than the rest. Uh, but the feel of it just gets me. I've listened to this all week since I first heard this. I really kind of um, can't get enough of it. And that there's little bits of extra in- instrumentation within it, layered in it. When it gets to its end, particularly, it's almost like spine tingling for me. I really enjoyed this. This song in particular, amazing. Yeah, it's got kind of a, an epic feel to it that a, a yeah. lot of the kind of music that sounds like this is that's doing the rounds just doesn't. So, yeah, I can see that. The um, first EP sounded a bit more kind of stoner rock, a bit more restrained maybe and i think the, the vocals certainly have stepped up on this one a bit more harsh a bit more doom like uh, like you say really interesting so yeah you can get that on uh, electric valley records at evrecords.bandcamp.com that was a song called rise as usual we're going through nine amazing songs that we found this week through submissions through Bandcamp, or just things we've heard along the way during the week uh, this next band, uh, Apostle, it's something that I've kind of found through just searching through Bandcamp. The cover, I have to say, I mean, sometimes I'm drawn by covers and this one just looks fantastic. It's kind of like a very pastoral scene, looks a, a little bit like a, I don't know, like a folk um, album cover, to be honest. It, this could be easily be kind of a current 93 style bit of psychedelic folk or something, but it, it couldn't be further from that, to be honest. It reminds me of, you know, you know uh, The Detectorists. As soon as I saw it, kind of particularly, you know, with the with the person lying down with the sword by the side in a field, that's what it reminded me. Of. Yes, yeah, kind of like that um, abandoned kind of history in the field. Love it. Yeah, I mean, really interesting kind of grindcore sort of influence stuff from a place called Marietta in Georgia. The only song sort of on offer just yet is called Lotsa, and yeah, it just kind of blew me away a little bit. Just very chaotic, very out there, raging stuff. The lyrics kind of drew me in as well. I think I'd like to know what the rest of the album sounds like. It sounds a little bit like someone has been killed. It, it feels like a concept record without being one as well. So I really can't wait to hear uh, more of this. So the record's called I Have Tried to Speak Through the Soil in My Mouth. And yeah, it's um, yeah just a really sort of blazing thing. What did you make of this one? I really liked it. It's kind of what you allude to, which is... There's so much, so much packed in. It's less than two minutes long, but changes shape about five times. That not only keeps the interest, but you know this is a band with loads of ideas and loads of, you know, like not afraid to experiment. The first band that popped into my head was like Coalesce, but then there's bits of screamo, bits of grind, you know, and everywhere in between. So yeah, really good. Yeah, can't wait to hear the rest of this one. So if you want to hear this, you can get it at apostlesucks.bandcamp.com. And like I say, we're going to play the song lots.
So next up, we've got the new record from Greenleaf from Sweden. Uh, now, Pete, you've picked this, and I think we've got a little bit of uh, history to maybe mine here. But yeah, the new record's called Echoes from a Mass. It's just very sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say laid back, because it, it isn't really, but it, it's got that kind of familiar sound to it, hasn't it? I think, you know, they've been going a while now. This, I think, well, it's the ninth release, the ninth album, I'm not sure, something like that. They're one of the few stoner rock bands who for me at least, can get away with such a smooth production like and low fuzz combination without it sounding kind of sickly slick. It sounds soulful instead, and they've always had that. You know, well, particularly in the last few records, anyway. Greenleaf, if, you know, for people who don't know, kind of a Swedish stoner supergroup. There's members of Dozer, Lowrider, Demon Cleaner. Um, recent, in more recent times, although not, uh, not in this album, there was Chuck Fighters members. Uh, the band Stonewall Noise Orchestra, who were really underrated from that kind of mid-period Stone Rock era sound. So this is their ninth release. They've become more than just a supergroup. This is a you know a you know a steady concern now, and they've put out some amazing albums. You know, I go back to like Nest of Vipers and Trails and Passes, and yeah, and this is another great album. Um, we've you know it's out uh, on the day of this podcast. Uh, I've, you know, been lucky enough to hear the whole thing, and they have like a, a kind of somber subtlety to them, and that's a key defining characteristic. And, it, and it, they sound all the better for it. Yeah, I think I really like the production on this. It's so clean and so crisp and clear. It's almost like fresh sounding. And I think a lot of kind of stoner rock. Um, I hate using that term because it's such a coverall for bad music, but like, it's. It's got such a clean sound that it kind of stands out among fields and fields of bands that just don't kind of put any sort of effort into their production values. And I think it really shines here and sort of has something effervescent about it. And I really appreciate that. So if you want to hear this, we're going to play the song Tides. You can go to greenleaf-sweden.bandcamp.com.
next tune we're probably going to talk a little bit longer than the actual track lasts because it's only about 50 seconds but i think we were both going to pick this one a band called estuarine who um i've never heard of before but like i don't know why because they seem to have been going since about 2013 their new record which is called nyala Thotep, has just come out and it's about 10 minutes in total but it's um packed so much with riffs and different styles and layers and layers of, of amazing kind of death grind stuff that I had to pick it. And in a way that um, other bands of this type don't really go for it, it's, it just seems incredibly well paced. I think a lot of death grind can kind of leave me a little bit cold, but this seems very organic. It's, it's almost like a, a moving mass of noise, to be honest. It, it sounds very sort of alive and really beguiling for, for a a reason. I think obviously it's inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, I think it's it's a short story um, by the author, and it's just crazy. I I can't really put it into words. It's just almost like this magic kind of sound. Interestingly, uh, if you buy this on CD, you get their debut thrown in for free. So uh, probably worth picking up a physical copy of this as well. So Pete, I mean, I know you're going to pick it as well, but like, how amazing is this as a one-man project as well? It is. It's stunning. It's obviously got the kind of the basis in grindcore, and like you say, the, the kind of the, the pace of it. You know, the the kind of the hardcore influence into grindcore, but 
then pushing it into kind of the world of extreme, you know, extreme metal of kind of death. And, you know, I, there's, there's the outer reaches of black metal experimentation in here as well. There's bits where, you know, I thought that sounds like uh, Anon Nathrak playing Grindcore or Meshuggah playing Grindcore in another bit. You know, that that's where it goes to, even though, the you know, the whole thing's eight songs, 10 minutes long. I think three the last songs are more than three minutes. So conjures all of this in such a brief time. You know, there's bits which are completely feral and then there's almost like mechanical um, in other times and sometimes together. As, you know, I, I don't know how they, they manage that feel, but um, they do. Um, and I've listened to this through so many times, I mean, it's 10 minutes long, but still, you know, I've, I've been compelled to go back so many times. I still can't fully get my head around it. Yeah, I mean, you can really compare it to so many bands as well. I mean, there's the science fiction sort of style from like bands like Origin, possibly... Behold the octopus tech stuff in there, like really weird scales and just churning, churning sounds, just bewildering music, but absolutely brilliant. So we're going to play the song Carriers of Shadow, but I'd urge you to listen to the whole record. This is absolutely brilliant. So you can get this at estuarinemetal.bandcamp.com. So what do you think to this? Craziness. I think we're going to something a bit more level-headed, I guess. It's not hard uh, to sort of move on, really. So, yeah, a band called Drake and Pete. So you found these. They're from Oslo, Norway. And this is, again, quite epic this week. Um, I think we've got a real mix of the, the really heavy and the really sort of elegant. So I think this falls into the latter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, all my choices are kind of from the Stone of Doom world, which is n- not kind of something we always do on the pod, but uh, obviously with the history of Nine Earths, it's... To be expected every now and again, and it's because there's been so many good releases come out where this, you know, from that sound. The promo for this and the band kind of talk about prog a lot, but I got that more for the whole kind of witchcraft graveyard lead, you know, the whole kind of scando German proto doom rock that cropped up about 10 years ago. This song in particular instantly launched into some, you know, this amazing hook and. I've been singing it, humming it in my head ever since. I can, you know, I haven't listened to it. Uh, since yesterday and I could still kind of as soon as we I knew we were talking about this song I was like it popped into my head again that's a good sign you know I thought yeah I've got to play it it reminds me of bands like Troubled Horse maybe kind of less retro slavishness than than they are Mountain Witch from Germany without kind of their occult doom thing like I say it's got in my head and it's not going away and I've got to pick it yeah I mean I, I got shades of um, almost like Catatonia or, or like European proggy metal sort of like that as well um in mm. there maybe just as an influence really because i think i agree with you i think it's got more of that kind of like revisionist stuff from a few years ago uh, going on 
Yeah, that and the artwork. The artwork looks like very metal, like eighties metal. Yes. So <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect, but loved it when I, you know, got around to listen to it. Yeah, I thought the the whole record was actually really good. I had time to listen to the whole thing earlier on, so really sort of exciting and and kind of different. Not something I'd normally put in my ears, really. But um, yeah, quite quite sort of surprised. Uh, how much I like this one so really really interesting album so it's self-titled I think it's out on Majestic Mountain Records but you can get it at drakeandtheband.bandcamp.com we're going to play the opening track which is Realm of Silence
sometimes we find bands that we've just never heard of on this podcast and it's, it's always an absolute joy when we do. So this release came up and uh, I think it came out in sort of late January time but it's only kind of made its way to our sort of attention uh, very recently. So the band Ken Mode, Kowloon Ward City and uh, a band called Shallow North Dakota have done uh, a three-way split essentially on vinyl in uh, sort of tribute to uh, one of their friends um, who's in Shallow North Dakota called Tony Jacome and his family. Apparently Tony was sort of diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer uh, recently and obviously America's health system isn't amazing so you have to kind of pay for everything that you sort of suffer from and which is just awful really. I mean I see so many of these tributes to people you know to kind of all these benefit compilations to people and it's we live in a world where this just happens and it's disgraceful really but it's great that they've been able to put uh, such great bands together and I've never heard of Shallow North Dakota before so this was a real revelation and this this track we're going to play is uh, I think it's from 2003 but it's pretty damn amazing isn't it Pete? Yeah and I, I know the name but I'm the same I haven't I've never kind of listened to them and listening to this it's kind of you know more fool me and I'm gonna to have to figure it out because this this is really good. It, it fits perfectly with the the other bands on here I mean there's a new Ken Mode track and there's a new Kowloon well there's a, a 2011 song from Kowloon Ward City as well so you're really getting uh, your money's worth here it's about 15-20 minutes of music here for uh, for a very sort of uh, nominal price really but yeah it's just very sort of accomplished kind of proggy stuff isn't it I really really mm. enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds massive as well, and you know it's, it's a shame this is this is where we have to come across them. But but this is a, an amazing release. You know the, the artwork is stunning. Really love it. You can just stare it for ages. Beautiful vinyl, good chords, and then amazing music. You know, like it's it's been a while since I've listened to Ken Mode, so it's been good to go back to them. Finding new bands, you know, it's perfect. We have to sort of point out that the two songs that Ken Mode and Kowloon do are actually shallow North. Dakota covers as well so yeah the whole the whole release kind of screams this band and, and kind of makes me want to check them out even more so really well done for, for all three bands bringing this to, to our attention really if you want to pick this up you can get it at kowloonwaldcity.bandcamp.com and uh, we're going to play the Shallow North Dakota song which is Burly Bearded Man
Yawning Man are one of the most kind of uh, prolific and, and interesting bands I think that we've covered on the podcast and on the 9hertz.co.uk website over the years and I think Pete you were going to kind of explain some sort of the history but they've got like a, a real sort of potted history with 9hertz I guess over the years I mean Sons of Alpha Centauri were like one of the first sound devastation records artists which uh, which kind of were, were very sort of 9hertz focused and centric and you know, my old band were, were label mates and they've been going years and years. But this collaboration with Yawning Man has been like a very long-standing thing. I think it's over 10 years now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real surprise. You know, like, like you say, Sons of Alpha Centauri from, from England, um, you know, they've been going for a long, long time now. And, you know, we, we know, you know we've known them through the, the forum and through the, the website going back to the 2000s, you know, the early 2000s even. So brilliant that they're still going. And then... You know, they, they had a split with Karma to Burn not too long ago either. So they've got that kind of credibility and, and that respect, which, you know, which they fully deserve in the kind of wider stoner global scene. And then this, you know, this real curious collaboration with Gary Arsa from uh, Yawning Man. So Yawning Man, obviously from the, the original desert rock scene, you know, pre-Caius, featured Alfred, Alfredo from Caius before, you know, before he went on to there. This, I think it was 2008, he came over to do some collaboration and they realised that they had a great kind of chemistry and they decided to work together and make an album, which they did. There's been a few releases since, a few gigs as well, I believe. Uh, and here we are again, another album. And it's, you know, it's stunning. It's really interesting and different. You know, you've got uh, Sons who've got that post-rock, uh, stoner rock sound, which is fairly unique. And then, you know, added together with the Yawning Man and all the kind of guest contributors here, you've got Scott Reader, who... You know, everyone knows who he is. Uh, Mario Lally from Fatso Jetson, members of Hermano. Uh, on this song we're going to play, it's Wendy Ray Fowler, who's in Earthlings and who sang on Rated R. So it's got this amazing lineup and it, it works. It sounds, it sounds stunning and beautiful and brilliant. Yeah, and I think this is possibly one of like the most unsung collaborations ever as well because I mean you know 10 years of, of collaborating and it, it's amazing really I mean how many UK bands get to make music with the heroes like this it's it's brilliant to see um, yeah. and to see like them you know continuing to make this amazing it's not just like oh it's it's a collaboration it sounds like a fully formed band as it should after 10 years and yeah I'd love to see this live like, I would absolutely love to see it and this this track you've picked is very sort of pastoral and it sounds vast and, and epic and yeah I, I loved it so the album's called Sky Island and it's coming out on Ripple Music very soon that's on uh, ripplemusic.bandcamp.com yeah like we're going to play the song with Wendy Ray Fowler and it's called Shadows and Echoes
So we are going between genres a little bit on this uh, edition of the podcast, but uh, with good reason. I think we were both, again, going to pick this one, weren't we, Pete? This band called Fedash, who've done a split record with a band called Fentanyl Tapwater, which has to be the, the band name of the week, I think. That's that's brilliant. So they've done something called Age of Scales um, on a re- record label called Faith in Failure from Rochester, New York. This is just uncompromising, thoroughly unpleasant grindcore uh, with a hardcore kind of... Um, spirit i guess as well but yeah just thoroughly horrible like if today is a day turned into a grind band that's that's the best kind of comparison i have uh how yeah. about you pete yeah i mean it is it's a storm of hardcore and grind and sludge and noise yeah and with this unrelenting propulsion as well which will always appeal you know there's instantly kind of new like this and like like you say we both were going to pick this you know something from this release it's a it's a real neat package release and you know the the type of thing the type of thing instantly i think both of us will think this is what we ought to play because it just sounds ugly and uh, and brilliant for it i mean it comes on a a sort of very limited tape release uh there's just 120 copies uh looks like there's not actually that many left uh so again be quick as we always say not much more to say really just thoroughly unpleasant and uh, an absolute pleasure to listen to so we're going to play the song trash temple which opens this uh, 11 track release and yeah it's just amazing you can get this at faithinfailureproductions.bandcamp.com <laughs> So to end the podcast and to sort of relieve you from the uh, the grindcore and the unpleasantness that we've put past you this week, Pete, you've picked this amazing record, incredibly peaceful and contemplative and 
and quite nice, like nice is a bad word, but it, this is nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've called it meditative sludge and spiritual drone, a band called Diana. Just this kind of blew me away. I listened to the whole record in one go, and it was perfect kind of flow music for work. It was it was great to write to. Don't quite know what they're, they're aiming at here. I mean, is it kind of inner peace, or is it just like to chill out to what? It's, it's amazing. I think so, yeah. You know, and you, like you see that. I, I just saw it on Bandcamp, and then you see... Meditative sludge, like you say, is what kind of a self-description. You've, you've always got to be cautious with kind of enticing self-descriptions, but it couldn't be further. You know, it couldn't be sorry more to the truth because they've, they've nailed it. You know, the, the comparisons, arm and earth, obviously, you know, kind of the the obvious ones, but it just sounds slightly different from that. It's got it's two hours long, and it's it's does what it's meant to do. It is like. Um, music to meditate to but it's got heaviness in it as well so you know there's bits of sleep bits of sun there's kind of bits where they remind me of like tone low at one point when they're when they're kind of getting heavy there's bits where it reminds me of color haze where it's a bit more psychedelic they don't kind of then form them into the usual song structures it's it's a drawn out repeating cycle um element to it and you know it's all Despite that heaviness, posy, peaceful, zen vibe, it, it radiates from it. As soon as I heard it, you know, I, I loved it. Um, and I think a lot of people will really get a lot out of this. It does that meditation sort of stuff um, without being pretentious. It doesn't ever feel forced or white guy, new age sort of stuff. It, it sounds quite genuine and it sounds very sort of accomplished rather than just being this kind of background music. It's, it's a bit of a journey. I really, really like this. Like you say, it's, it's a really long piece of work, but never, never felt like it was two hours at all. I mean, I, I'm quite surprised to actually know that it was, to be honest. So yeah, really, really enjoyed this. Um, you can get it at dianadoom.bandcamp.com and I'd urge people to like just put on the whole thing and see what you think to it. But we're going to play uh, a song that's about halfway through. It's called Siddhartha. <laughs> 